Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Atkinson here. Welcome to part two of this special edition of Full Measure After Hours, an interview with President Trump. If you want to hear part one, look for episode 30 filed just before this podcast. Do you have something to say and want to make your own podcast? Let me tell you how to do that for free with Anchor. Anchor has creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. You can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's all you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. In part two of my interview with President Trump, I ask about Joe Biden, the deep state, President Trump's hires, past and current, the scandal inside the intelligence community and FBI, the president's Twitter habits, and if anybody reviews his tweets or tweets for him, and a return of sports. By the way, I've asked the Biden campaign for an interview with Joe Biden, and they've been considering it for several weeks. I hope they say yes. Here we go. There are some other topics besides coronavirus and the related topics to talk about. A lot of alleged wrongdoing has been uncovered by FBI and intelligence officials, particularly lately. Until Richard Grinnell was made the acting director of national intelligence by you, reporters, members of Congress, members of the public had asked to see a lot of this information, really for three years, but it was kept hidden. What do you make of that? Because it was kept hidden by people working for your administration. Richard Grinnell is a superstar. He had guts, he had courage to do what he did. We have another superstar going in, as you know, John Ratcliffe. He just got approved yesterday, and he'll be taking over as of Tuesday. Richard Grinnell's done one of the best jobs I've, I've ever seen. I mean, in a short period of time, he exposed them as being corrupt. Look, they were trying to do a takedown of the President of the United States illegally. It's all illegal. Now, I don't know what happens. We hope Bill Barr is going to be as good as we think, because Bill is a good — he's a great gentleman, a great man. He's got to hopefully use that information and do what's right. And he'll do what's right. Bill Barr will do what's right. But what Richard Grinnell has done for this country is incredible. But why did it take Richard Grinnell? You had other people who I worked, did, served because as administration. They didn't, do their job. they didn't do their job. Dan Coates should have never let that happen. Dan Coates sat there for two years, didn't do his job. Uh, he then had a replacement who was a nice gentleman from the military, but he was only there for a short period of time. Uh, but I'm so disappointed that Dan Coates didn't do his job. Jeff Sessions was a disaster as Attorney General. Should have never been Attorney General. He's not qualified. He's not mentally qualified to be Attorney General. Uh, he was the biggest problem. I mean, look, Jeff Sessions put people in place that were a disaster. They took over. 
They've always had the Department of Justice, but they kept it under Jeff Sessions. And the whole thing, the Russian thing, is a total hoax. Think of it. They spent $40, $45 million investigating him. It took two and a half years. They found nothing. No collusion. A friend of mine called a very smart, great businessman. He said, you, may, you must be the most honest person in the world. You went through years and years. They interviewed people that I haven't seen in many years. Millions of phone calls, not one to Russia. Look, uh, some of the people, and I say this, I say it proudly. I came to Washington. I was only here 17 times in my whole life. I came the 18th time I was President of the United States. I had a great life. I did really well. A lot of good things happened. Now, what's happened, but I didn't know people in Washington. And uh, whether it's Sessions, which was a mistake, or Dan Coates was a big mistake, you know. But Sessions was the big one. Look, Coates, he sat there. He didn't, he didn't do anything. When you look at what Richard Grinnell has done in eight weeks, these people didn't do anything for two and a half years. They should have been exposing this. So I'm very disappointed in certain people, and some people have done a phenomenal job. But what am I doing? I'm fighting the deep state. I'm fighting, I'm fighting the swamp. And I said I was doing it, and I'm exposing the swamp. I think if it keeps going the way I'm going, and Ratcliffe is fantastic, if it keeps going the way it's going, I have a chance to break the deep state. It's a vicious group of people. It's very bad for our country. And that's never happened before. You happen to be a victim of the deep state, I hate to tell you, whether you know it or not. But they've treated you horribly over the years. And so have they treated many other people. They never thought I was going to win, and then I won. And then they tried to get me out. That was the insurance policy. She's going to win, but just in case she doesn't win, we have an insurance policy. And now I beat them on the insurance policy. And now they're being exposed. Comey is a dirty cop. McCabe, bad guy. These are all bad guys. Uh, Lisa Page and Strook, this, these are the two lovers, right? And they used public, they used public servers. They put it out public because they didn't want anybody to see, you know, like spouses, etc., to see that they were having an affair. And because they did that, they got caught. Tremendous things have happened. They forged documents. We caught them. They have people that have forged documents. Uh, I would like to see it move much faster. I'll be honest with you. To me, I don't need any more information. I know. And I purposely stayed out of it. Other than I appoint people, I purposely stayed out of it. But I'll tell you what, what they've done, if this were President Obama, if this were a Democrat instead of a Republican, people would have been in jail for two years. Many people would have been in jail for two years already with a 50-year term, okay? 50 years. But we caught them. Now, hopefully, Bill Barr is going to do something about it. And you know what? Other things are going to come out, too. And a lot of other things are going to come out. But you don't even need other things. What they've done is so corrupt, they've tried to take down a duly elected President of the United States. Happens to be, in this case, me. But we can never allow it to happen again. That brings me to a question of how important do you think it is to pursue allegations about Joe Biden and improper things happening in Ukraine without making it look like you're doing the very same thing they did to you. No, I'm not doing All I'm doing is exposing corruption. In their case, there was no corruption. They found nothing. They came, hey, Mueller and Andrew Weissman 
And all these terrible people, okay, Mueller lied to Congress. He said he didn't interview for the FBI job. He did. And we have that down definitely. Mueller lied to Congress. Even Mueller. Uh, Comey lied to Congress. Strzok, Page, all of these people, at a minimum. Now, uh, General Flynn, the FBI said, didn't lie. And Mueller said he did lie. And he went through hell. They ruined him. They ruined other people, good people. And we're going to be helping a lot of good people. They've been destroyed, and they didn't do anything wrong. The difference is, we caught them. These are corrupt people. And I want to take my hat off to Ron Johnson, Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. The job he's doing is incredible. Hopefully, now, Lindsay has kicked into gear with judiciary, because I see they have a lot of subpoenas out. Uh, so it's a much different thing. We caught them in a very corrupt — you could call it treasonous, because it is. It's treasonous. We caught them in a very corrupt act. They're dirty cops, and we caught them. But Joe. now something has to happen with them. Because you know what? The last thing I want to see, and the last thing millions of people want to see who support me and everything we've done, because until the plague came in from China, they should have stopped it. Nobody ever created anything like I created. We were beating everybody. We were beating China by a level like you've never seen. China's paying us billions and billions of dollars right now. And I'll bring it back very quickly. You watch what happens during the transition third quarter, and you watch what happens in the fourth quarter. And more importantly, next year, we're going to have a phenomenal year. Like Biden came out this morning and he said, I want to raise taxes. If you raise taxes, you're going to kill it. We're ready to start really rocking. We, we have a chance to have next year be one of our best years. Even the stock market knows that. But now the stock market's saying, you know, if Biden has a chance of getting in, it's going to stop the stock market from going up like it's going. Because just the fact that he may get in is going to slow down the stock market. But we have a stock market of almost 25,000. It was 29. It's almost 25, because they see great things. But with the possibility of Biden being elected, the stock market — if he got in, the stock market will crash like you've never seen it crash before. What is, in a word or two — have a couple more questions to fit in. What do you think is Joe Biden's strongest feature as a competitor in politics? Well, I would have said experience, but he doesn't really have experience because I don't think he remembers what he did yesterday. So how is that experience? He's been there a long time. He was never known as a smart person. Pick one good thing. Uh, okay, what is his weakest point? Do I you can't think? tell you. I mean, I'm really serious. He's got many. I could talk about weak points all day long. First of all, he's not — he's not mentally sharp enough to be president. He's got China. He's got all these countries. Russia. I've been the worst thing that ever happened to Russia. Putin understands that. I get along with Putin, but he understands that. He probably doesn't want me to win, I can tell you right now, except I think he likes me, but I'm sure he doesn't want me to win. China doesn't want me to win. But Biden doesn't know — I mean, he doesn't know he's alive. I'm, I'm against somebody. Think of it. I'm against somebody that can't answer simple questions. I've never seen anything like it. But here's what I am against. I'm against a very powerful party, the Democrats. And they can take this glass of water and say that's your candidate. I'm against a very powerful and very corrupt party. It's a very corrupt party, the Democrats. And we caught them. But I'm against a very powerful party. And I'm against the real obstructionist, which is the media. Because the media is corrupt in this country. It's totally corrupt, whether it's a poll or a story. I do a good thing, and I get a bad story. 
I do another good thing, I get a bad story. I get, I get, or I get no stories. Ventilators, I did such a good job, I get no stories. The economy, I never got, when did you see me get good stories? Prior to the plague coming in from China. When did you see me get a good story on the great job I've done with the economy? They never gave me good, and yet I was setting records. 142 times I had a new stock market record. And you know what? I'm not so far away from that again, believe it or not. But if Biden gets in, the market will crash. I wanted to ask you a question that I asked you before you got elected okay. when we were interviewed. I asked, if you got elected president, would you have somebody review your tweets, do you think? Or would you continue to do them unfiltered? And I thought you said, probably, that you might. What do you do now? Um, if I didn't have social media, I don't call them tweets, because it's Facebook. You know, I'm, I'm uh, very big on Facebook. I know. Uh, Zuckerberg told me I'm, like, the biggest. But does someone look at your stuff before I, no, you put it out? Sometimes I'll, I dictate. I do it two ways. I do it myself sometimes, like in the night or in the early morning. Mm -hmm. uh, during the day, I'm too busy. Then I'll dictate something out, and they'll put it out. I have one gentleman puts that's it out? excellent. Dan? Dan is great. Dan's doing a great job. So what I have, so I'll sometimes do that, because just I don't have time. Look, I'm 44-0 in endorsements this year. 44-0, think of it. Uh, Kevin McCarthy came over, and he said, uh, he said, it's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. You're 44-0 on endorsements, congressional endorsements. Uh, I think I'm like 178 and, and a tiny little number overall. Just so you understand, Sure. Every once every 500 tweets, you might have a mistake. Remember when they got me when I said wiretapping, meaning wiretapping in quotes or spying? But it was in quotes because I'm talking about the modern day version. I said they're wiretapping, they're spying on me. Remember how you thought that was such a terrible tweet, right? I was right. They're spying on me. They spied on me. And that's not being paranoid, that's being fact. It's now known that they spied on me. They spied on Flynn, they spied. And remember this, they weren't after General Flynn. They weren't after Paul Manafort, who I have a lot of respect for, what he had to put up with. I have a lot of respect for a man named Roger Stone. Roger was really not very much involved in the campaign, only at the very, very beginning, long before even I came down on the escalator. But Roger Stone's a good person, what they've done to Roger These Stone. These are people that may not have gotten wrapped up in in the end, that were found to have been colluding with Russia, as the FBI initially Did you see theorized. the case against Roger Stone? They had a forewoman who was a Roger Stone hater, who was a Trump hater, and she didn't say that. And she worked very hard to get on that jury. But and then they, this they judge, were found guilty who was the same something. judge that was so destructive to Paul Manafort, they put Paul Manafort in solitary confinement. Al Capone, the great Al Capone, Alphonse Capone, late great Alphonse Capone, the greatest of all gangsters, never went to solitary confinement. El Chapo wasn't in solitary confinement. They put Paul, she put, she put Paul Manafort. And then it turned out that the Black Book, remember the famous Black Book? Okay, long after he was convicted, it turned out that the Black Book was a fraud. It was a fraud. And the Ukrainians know that. They set it up so that he'd get fired, and so if he got fired because he was, you know, he only worked for the campaign for a very short period of time. He was only, I didn't know Paul before that. He worked very short period of time. But if he got fired, they thought it would be a terrible thing for me. It was all about me. And look at what they did to KT McFarland. 
Look what they did to uh, Michael, who was such a great — by the way, I have two Michaels, even Michael Cohn, in all fairness. He's the only one that made up stories. But in all fairness to him, they had lawyer. him on something yeah. else. A lawyer. Yeah, a lawyer. And he represented other people, too. Look what they did to Michael Cohn. They burst into his office early in the morning, and he made a deal with them. It had to do with his taxes. It had to do with taxi cabs. It had nothing to do with me. It wasn't about me. But he made a deal with them. And you know what? I understand it. I understand it. That's, by the way, the typical case. But most of the people — and I really understand it. I think he was treated terribly. And I had calls when that happened. They said, how is that possible? Lawyers called me. They said, could that happen to me, too? Could that happen? Lawyers have never seen that, where they burst into a lawyer's office to get records. Nobody's ever seen a thing like that before. And, I mean, I think it was very unfair to him, to be honest. And he made up stories in order to get out of trouble. But, but I will say this. He's the typical guy, because usually that's what people do. But I had people that refused to do that. They refused to lie. KT McFarland, right? Look at her. Did you, have you seen her story? What happened to her? She was going to be the ambassador of Singapore. She wouldn't — she couldn't take the job. They were so viciously after her. And all they wanted was say bad things about the president. But the same thing with Manafort. Say bad things about the president. Roger say bad things about the president. General Flynn, say bad things about the president. And now look at what this judge is doing to General Flynn, torturing this man. You know, I asked General Milley — he's the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He's a great general. He's a tough guy. He's a great American. What do you think? Do you know General Flynn? Yes, sir. I've known him for 20 years. What do you think of him? Sir, he's a fine man. That's, you know, what can I say? What they've done to these people. And we caught them. And we caught them. Now it's up to Bill Barr and Bull Durham. Hopefully, Bull Durham has got an incredible reputation. I never met him. Never talked to him. I never met him purposely. Because if I did, they'll say, oh, Trump told him what to do. I'm not telling anybody what to do. It's up to Bill Barr and Bull Durham. I can tell you, from my standpoint, they're guilty on so many different things. But they're really guilty. You could call it treason. You could call it — there are a lot of names for it. But it's an overthrow of our government. This is for third-world countries. So it'll be very interesting to see. But I give Rick Grinnell a lot of credit for it. And I think that uh, — I think that John will do a fantastic job. I wish I had them there at the beginning. But again, I now know everybody in Washington. When I first came here, I didn't. And I made some very good appointments, but I also made some that were not so good. And last question, because I know everybody's getting anxious for you to move on to your next appointment. But um, sports fans have said that one of the surest signs we're going to be getting back to normal is when sports resume. Right. After 9-11, President Bush threw out a first pitch at Yankee Stadium. Would you like to do something symbolic like that? Well, I've done it already. I've thrown it at Yankee Stadium. I've thrown it at Boston. I've thrown it at Chicago before I was even president. Uh, I don't care about throwing a first. First pitch doesn't mean anything to me. What does mean something to me is getting sports back. So, you know, I've done the throw out the first pitch many times. What means to me is getting sports back. I think it's a good thing, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen fairly soon. I see golf is starting now. I see that uh, 
Football is definitely, they, I've spoken to Roger Goodell, the commissioner. Football is looking real good. I know it's going to start. Baseball, I wish they could have started early, er, but uh, baseball's starting, and uh, no, we're going to have our sports back. Okay. Anything you. else you want to say that I didn't no, ask you? No, okay. I think just uh, let it ride. Thank you. That was my interview with President Trump recorded Friday, May 22nd. You can watch the whole interview and the video at fullmeasure.news. And a reminder that part one is episode 30 of Full Measure After Hours. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to Full Measure After Hours and to my other podcast, the Cheryl Atkinson Podcast. Leave a review, share it. And if you like my podcasts, I'm pretty sure you're going to love my new book, Slanted, How the News Media Taught Us to Love Censorship and Hate Journalism. It will be out the end of November, a great holiday present for yourself or someone who cares about these topics. Support independent journalism and pre-order Slanted anywhere. Do your own research, make up your own mind, think for yourself.